I'm here to announce the Ellie and Bex podcast. Hello, podcasters. Welcome to another edition of the Ellie and Bex podcast. Ooh, Great to have you with there. us. G'day. G'day, mate. Again. You notice how um, I lived in North Queensland for quite a while. And how, how you going? Mm. It all joins up. Hey, hey, <gasps> we hey, just did that. Both of those simultaneously. I know. One, one two, three. Hey, hey nah, and you would fuck. Mm. Well, I can say that. And yeah, you would you screw it up. You just said we, you knew we'd fuck. No, I know. <laughs> can we not ever the contemplate that? The full sentence that? was, I knew we'd well, fuck it. And I, I realised we're in the studio, the mics are on. Now I'm allowed I have to swear it. on air. And my wife listens to the podcast. I've got to say, darling, don't worry. You are still number one. There is definitely no part of me who knows that that would ever happen. Um, that doesn't make sense. Yes, because I... Oh, sometimes you can just let me go, you know? Well, I, I can, but last time I did, you said that we fucked. And that <laughs> okay. was... We shouldn't really say that because it didn't happen. Also, I want you to like find a partner and... You know, okay, you're thank you. You're exclusive. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I'm going to end this podcast intro here. There's another Sunny Coast hey, game event to come. You want to go to dinner tonight? No, I really don't. It's going to be harder get than away I thought. From you. I really want to get away from you. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. 91.9 CFM. Do you reckon there's a prouder mum mm-hmm. in Australia than Sharon McEwen right now? Uh-huh. Well, I mean, maybe the Titmus parents Tipmas's, could but rival potentially her, but... a couple of rowing parents maybe. <laughs> She joins us now, Sharon McEwen, the mother of Kaylee McEwen, world record holder, Olympic gold medalist. Uh, welcome to the show, Sharon. Good morning. How are you? Well, it's actually afternoon, but anyway. How That's are all right. You? You're in a bit of a spin, and we can get that. It's not every day that your kid absolutely smashes the field to uh, win gold overseas. Um, mate, no. obviously, being on the sunny coast, we've had an eye on or an eye to the build-up for Kaylee and how well she was performing. Well, she's in the one lead of up. our own. She's yeah, a USC Spartan. In, in, in the lead-up to the yeah. games. Does, is, it, is there a degree of relief, I guess, for her and for you guys that, you know, all that hard work has come out in the desired result? It's definitely relief now. I mean, the night before her final, I, was, I didn't get a lot of sleep. I guess I was probably nervous and... Um, it was good for her to blow out the cobweb in the heats because she, she did say she was quite nervous and, you know, going into the final ranked third probably took a bit of pressure off her. So, yeah, she was probably relieved not to go in as number one into that final. And then now it's all over and done with. She's got to focus now on um, her 200. So she's got a rest day today and um, hopefully she gets... Plenty of rest to focus that. on a 200 tomorrow morning. <laughs> Anyone who's just sitting there going, oh, I'm absolutely knackered. I had to work a four-hour shift I today. Know, right. <laughs> just remember, <laughs> just remember, it's a it's a long journey that goes back so far, and there are a couple of sports that really stand out in terms of parent commitment. Swimming's <laughs> one of them. Take us through, uh, you know, when she starts to make squads and things get serious as a team in Redcliffe. Um, what what does a, what does an average day look like for you as a mum? Uh, when the, the girls were younger and they didn't have their licences, obviously I would drop her off in the morning, I'd go to work, I'd be at work for about an hour and a half, I'd cook her breakfast Jeez. and then I'd bring it back to the pool and pick her up from the track, from training. She'd eat her breakfast in the car and then I'd drop her off to school. Oh and then the same goodness. thing happened in the afternoon. Sometimes I had another mum or dad that would pick her up of an afternoon and take afternoon tea with them. And drop off to the pool in the afternoon. It, so, it's a full-time job, so you know, kind, just kind, chauffeuring it's her kind around. Of, it's kind of your gold medal, let's be honest. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> <Blocks> <laughs> <you>. <laughs> uh, Sh- Sharon, uh, 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 we're approaching uh, a year since the passing of Sholtos, since the passing yeah. of your yeah. uh, beautiful husband and, and the girl's dad. Yeah. Um, have you felt him around the place 
you know, in the Olympics? Yeah, I mean, Kaylee said something to us yesterday that something popped up on t- TikTok or whatever it was and um, whatever, social media. And um, <laughs> she saw something about Bubba as she was flicking through. And we used to, when she was a little tot, always call her her Bubba. And it wasn't until she saw it that she opened it and it talked about I'll always be with you and that sort of stuff. And that really resonated with her. So it's beautiful. She, yeah, it was just, I don't know, she just felt that that was Dad talking to her. And so, yeah, there's probably been times around where you don't really know he's there until you hear something and you're like, oh, maybe Dad is here. It's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, just beautiful. quickly, which one of you taught her the F-bomb? Was it you or the great man? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> She learned that one herself, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Good on you for not throwing Schultz under a bus. Yeah, exactly. I, I think, you yeah, know, exactly. Good yeah. wife material. Hey, you <laughs> and all the other parents and families of Dolphins, the Australian swim team, you're all up in Noosa yeah. at the moment. What's the vibe yeah. like up there? Are you guys having cheeky little, like, G&Ts? I reckon the, the, the Titmuses would have been through about four uh, litres of Prosecco. There's, there's a bit of champagne that gets broken out when the gold medal win um, comes our way. Yeah. Um, but it, it's fantastic atmosphere, actually, everybody being here together. Unfortunately, some of the New South Wales parents and um, Victorian parents had to cancel their accommodation because oh, of all of this lockdown. So yeah. that was really disappointing. So we originally had about 60 of us here. Now we're probably down to about 40. Well, if you need to boost numbers at all, like I'm happy to we're be free. your third daughter. <laughs> I'm, I'm, just you know, sneak I, I, I've had a recent COVID test and I'm pretty clear. <laughs> uh, seriously, Lovely. though. Sharon McEwen, uh, as I did say, it's been a labour of at least the last 18 years for you. Um, yes, it co- has. <laughs> in some in some really inspired performances by your daughter uh, representing a country. We certainly appreciate it and we appreciate your time. Thank, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I was speaking to a mate of mine last night or night before who's a superstar, lovely person. You actually know this person as well. Um, and not that they were telling me anything in particular, but it just dawned on me halfway through, geez, their name gets a bad run. What's their name? Our mate's name Fanny? is Karen. Oh, I was going Fanny to... gets hammered a bit, Fanny gets a... Whoops, sorry, that went the wrong way, didn't it? Anyhow, onto something I mean to say. <laughs> Back to Karen. Um, <laughs> yep, so, yeah. yeah, you're right. Poor Karen. I feel like on the last, in the last two days on the show, yes. we've had multiple Karens. I think we've had three Karens yes. on. And they have been the bubbliest, most uh, fun callers uh, ever. And I reckon if your name's Karen, it kind of would get to you. Oh, that, 100%. that it's kind of like that idiot's your name, you know, like annoying's your name, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, so many, yeah, so many people get that. Like people, like we've got a Jude in our office. Every yeah. time you say, hey, Jude, of course, oh, you're going to get Yeah, poor Jude. She's had that for at least the 33 years that she's been alive. Yes, I know, right? Yes. Eileen's when they're in a race. Come yeah. on, Eileen! Oh, that's funny, you know? It's not the point and you know it. I know, I know. But I just feel like Karen <laughs> is now, a couple of years ago, was fine. Now yes, it's one of those names that's synonymous and with... And the other thing that I'm going to put out there, with with annoyance, yes. Mm. The other thing I'm going to put out there is there is no established male version of Karen. What is the cover all for that a bloke true. being an annoying dropkick? Because dudes complain to the manager. Yes, all the time. I mean, sure. Some of my friends call people a Derek if they're being annoying. Oh, really? Yeah. But I, I mean, I don't know. I've known a couple of Derek's. They're not annoying. Okay. What do you think? Here's my question to you and to the audience, right? 545-11919. Without singing mud, what is the male version of a Karen? 
Because if Karen's going to cop it, there might as well be a bloke. That's true. I mean, do we stick with you the K? Want to turn your phone down there when you're in the studio? I don't Thanks. know where my phone is. There's been a lot going on. Hang on, I'll call you. No, don't call me. Don't call me. We're talking about the male equivalent yeah, I'm listening. of Karen. Yes. Hold on, I don't even think that was my phone. Are you sure? What do you I think know, that maybe was? Maybe it was. It's just enough. Yeah, it's definitely you. Five four five double one nine one nine. Do you know what? I'm going to put it out there. Your first name is Luke. Tell us. Um, I'm going to say that the male equivalent of a Karen is a Luke. Oh, okay, mate. I'm not the one that left their phone on in a radio <laughs> studio. Are you complaining? Are you complaining to the manager right now? Settle down, Karen. The great Michelle from Palmwoods. Welcome back to the show. Hi, guys. How are you? Good. Very thank well. You. What's the male equivalent of a Karen? It has to be Richard because we know what people who are called Richard oh, yes. are called. Rich. Of course, Rich. <laughs> or Rick, or the alternative. Go on, say it, dear. Yeah. I can't. I couldn't possibly. You can. Okay. You can, I can say one of my favourite uh, V8 Formate. supercar drivers that when I was growing up was Dick Johnson. There you go. Okay, well, there you go. Said it. There you go. Dick Cheney, yep. my great uncle. No, just kidding. It has to be Richard. There you go. Right, All right. Strong words. Should we get one more before we go Yes, to great the entry. Thank you, Michelle. Yeah, Monique is in Mullaney. Uh, let us know uh-huh. what you think the male version of a Karen is. Well, in our family, the male version of a Karen is Keith. Oh, Don't be a Keith. Oh, I like it. Cause, yeah, yeah, reusing the K, I like that. Keith yeah, or Kevin. Yeah, oh, but I think the Keith came before the Karen. That's oh. what I think. Yes, well, in our house it did. What Do you, do you have a Keith in your house? <laughs> we don't have a Keith in the house, but okay. uh, Karen's a Keith, the male version of <laughs> Every What's the last? Uh, you, do you mind if I ask if you're married at all, Mon? Yes, yes uh, married. Can you so remember came- the last time your husband was a bit of a Keith? What happened? <laughs> uh, I'd rather not answer that. <laughs> <laughs> Donna in Mableton, what's the male equivalent of a Karen? Uh, well, my dad's missus is a Karen and she's a real beep. And my dad is a Kevin and he's a real beep as well. <laughs> that works. They're a pigeon pair, a couple of Ks. <laughs> Thank you, Fesley. Thank you for censoring yourself. Yeah, considering uh, we had a bloke call up yesterday okay. and talk about a no, 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 uh, male I, I appendage in three times in an uncensored format, it's just nice to know there's a bit of class. Well, <laughs> I could, but hey, after what he did to me and my family, after my mum died of cancer, and oh. then he met this Karen who yes. he chose to choose her over his own kids. Oh, no. Yeah, no, no. don't be a Kevin. And... Yeah, he's definitely a Kevin, which is a real beeping name. I'm I'm glad we could could help a little bit more than the therapy. So, um, yes. All right, good start. Lovely. Thank Thank you. Chris is in Malula Bar. Christopher, what is the male equivalent of a Karen? Um, I've got a good name. Got to be Bruce. Oh, interesting. See, I feel like Bruce is a happy-go-lucky truckie. Oh, for me, Bruce, uh, I've got to tell you, the um, incoming child that we're having, the boy, uh, my number one pick was Bruce for the boy. Mm. But um, but you, you, what is it about Bruce that you think uh, invokes sort of, uh, you know, Karen-esque qualities? Um, well, uh, I don't want to really kind of go into it on air, but... Uh, <laughs> you but, uh, don't have to. You can stop right there. It's in the family, and uh, yeah, I'd rather not go in that. Fair yeah, enough. No, that's fine. It's another beep situation. You know what I think I think essentially people are just getting some family therapy yes. off their chest, and hey. anyone they hate becomes that name. We can be here for it. Little Olivia in Kings Beach, tell us from a young person's point of view, what's the male version of a Karen? Carl. 
Carl. Oh, well, I used mate, to Carl. date a guy called Carl. We've got a mate, Carl. He was my first proper kiss. Not that I should be telling you that, Olivia. Stay away. Well, he probably uh, feels back. like a bit of a Karen. Um, <laughs> Olivia, why do you think Carl is Karen? Because it starts with a K. That's true. Mm. Can sometimes start with the C. Yeah, well, another word starts with the C. Well, but anyhow, okay. well, uh, yes, Christmas. Good Christmas. On, Christmas is what Good I was going to say. Olivia. Clint, hello, legend. What is the male equivalent of a Karen? Uh, I'd have to go with Todd. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Do we dare ask? I uh, just know a few people, and anytime you think of you just like, uh, effing Todd. <laughs> <laughs> All uh, right, fair we're, enough. We've got a bloke in the next studio who, oh, to be fair, doesn't fit that mould. No, he's a good Todd. Yeah, um, but, but I have well, met... not every Karen is a Karen. That is true. All right, there's that's no need true. to get upset. Um, <laughs> kidding, kidding, kidding. <laughs> I think that's a very good nomination, though, Clint. Very good work from you. Good on you, Clintos. Uh, finally, Annette in Sippy Downs. Thoughts uh, what male version of a Karen could be? I have to um, also say Kevin. So my friends always call me a Karen. But mm. since I went through menopause and I've lost in, losing all my estrogen, I am now a Kevin. So they'll oh. say to me, who have I got today? Oh. Karen or Kevin? Oh. Isn't that, isn't that wonderful that that's what your life has become, Annette? <laughs> isn't that just... I know. I know. It's sad, isn't it? Tell me, do you, do you <laughs> yeah. support the uh, NRL? Are you a Broncos fan or a Cowboys fan or are you just calling up to, to oh, invoke I'm, your... I'm sorry to say, but I'm a Broncos fan and my son is a, a Cowboys fan through yes. and through. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what, if you guys can get Friday sorted, we'll pick up some tickets for you. And you oh and you, you God, and your boy can go to the footy as long as you're not being a Kevin. <laughs> oh my God! I'm so not going to be a Kevin or a Karen. Thank you so much. Oh, oh it's the yeah, it's the menopause. It, it is. Suburb against suburb, non-athlete against non-athlete, a coastwide battle for glory. This is the Sunny Coast Games. It is indeed. Another event is officially upon us. Bex is uh, reporting live from the corridors here at Sunny Coast Games uh, uh, HQ. Uh, uh, the Tina Arena. The Tina Thank Arena. You. Everywhere we play. Day three brings us to an adaptation of a winter game, in fact, Chains. Curling the Aussie way, or as we call it... Uh, Aussie curling. There you go. Very simply. <laughs> it's not the most creative name we've ever come up with. Golf balls on carpet, and we know curling's that weird sport where they throw a brick essentially down an ice way and someone in front of it sweeps the floor in front of it. You'd think someone would have cleaned the Olympic arena beforehand, but <laughs> we just don't know. In this case, we've got Deb and Andrew, uh, both from Batinia. Married, in fact. Deb, do you think uh, for how long after this? Oh, look, he's lasted this long. He'll probably last a bit longer. Oh, I don't now, know. I don't know. Competition <laughs> can get to you. Depends who wins, I suppose. <laughs> now, I happen to know you're both avid martial artists, um, and I know a lot of martial artists, and they're typically incredibly competitive. Would that be the case? She's going down! <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, rules are simple. Sweeping motion, no swinging, uh, and it's, it's essentially nearest to the pin, but if you drain one into the bucket, the other person will have a right of reply. If they can't do it, it's an automatic win. But Tinny gets the points regardless in this one, but it's really husband v wife, and we'll step up with the first attempt from Deb. It's about a ten metre right. putt here. She's lining up with her broom. Good <laughs> You're good to go, girl. Give Very it a... intense, oh, and she's, she's given pushed. it a real 
Red Hot Crack and she's hit the back door. Just want to let you know that those doors, those studio doors, literally, the engineer told me the other day, they're $9,000 each. Yeah, so don't break them, guys. Don't break them. That's cool. He'll pay for it. He's happy to pay the nine. All right. First attempt for Andrew. Fast game is a good game. Steps up with the broom. Bristles facing forward. He lunges into it, gets a little bit of a curve. Sorry, Lockie. A little bit of a bounce (laughs) off the back there. And I'd say Andrew's in the lead on account that Deb's ball didn't bounce off the back. I love that you're lining it up as if you're Phil Mickelson at the moment there, Deb. I feel like this is glorified holy moly in a way, you know? This is serious stuff. It is serious stuff. I like... Deb's second (laughs) attempt. You'd think she's almost got to drain this one. For New South Wales. For New South Wales. Excuse me. You say that again, you're out. It's a sunny coast games, Deb. All right. Big push. Right hand hook. And just like New South Wales, it was going well until the last third of the ser- <laughs> series. All right, second one. Let's get these balls down here. Lovely. Uh, uh, and Andy, let's get you lined up. You're in the lead here, but realistically, not that good that you can afford to count your chickens just now. All right, three, two, one. Aussie Curly. Huge push from the man. Oh, he bounced out of the bucket. He's got it. He bounced out of the bucket. That <gasps> Doubt that he's not counted. Oh, it's not counted. Just going to talk with uh, my official. Is that the closest so far? Yes, it is, yeah. All right, we're talking oh. a game of inches. Last attempt oh. for Deb. You've literally got to drain this, I reckon. Deb, how are you feeling? I'm not very confident. <laughs> <laughs> how quickly a few minutes can change things, Chaney. I know, right? Who's representing New South Wales now? Go the Blues. <laughs> Still hanging on to that origin oh. ring. Win. Same problem. Which means as she attempts to turn the broom into a bow staff and beat her husband <laughs> in the corridor. Uh, Andrew from Virginia, you've, you've taken uh, it succeeded out. in beating your wife. Gold, gold, gold to Andrew. I don't know what to say. I'm just, <laughs> that's it. This is, this is for mum, this is for Jesus. <laughs> 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 Deb, commiserations. Uh, and nothing worse than to losing with someone who um, uh, has a mouth on them. Yes, that's right. <laughs> he will hear about it when we get home. Oh, good on you guys. All right, guys. Well, thanks to our good mates at KFC. We're going to hook you up with uh, fe- uh, Christmas uh, in July feast packs from KFC and Calandra. It's had a little bit of a tidy up that joint. It looks amazing. Did someone say KFC? They did. Uh, KFC Calandra, get around it. In the meantime, Sunny Coast, if you would like to represent your suburb in a battle for the ages, as Deb and Andrew just did, call us now, 545 11919, and we will line you up with the next event. Kelly and Bex. 91.9. Uh, I want to ask you a simple question right now as we head towards, uh, you know, the nighttime part of the show. What have you brought home, non-human, uh, non-love life, what have you brought home after a big night out? Are ev- you posing this question toward me? Because I, oh, do I guarantee you that I've got a worse one than you. Mm, okay, challenge accepted. I once stole an entire jug of beer from a pub and took it home because we were having kick-ons at my friend's house. And Yawn. Oh, okay. A jug of what beer. What about when I hosted a party and one of my friends rocked up, he'd come straight from another party, a house uh-huh. party, and he came up with a cushion that said, home is where the heart is. But that's not bringing it home after a big night no, out. That's taking I, it to another party. But then I kept it because it was my party. Don't I kept confuse the cushion. People. Just in your, in your quest to have the better story. Don't okay, confuse hit me them. with your great story then. I once, after a big night out, returned home with a butler. <laughs> Sorry, is that the snigger of res- resignation there? I mean, the jug of beer was fun to drink. Gold Coast. (laughs)
10 years ago, big party town, lived in a big party house, big mansion of a joint on the water with a bunch of other boys, right? It was a pretty loose joint. You know, mm. most days of the week, uh, uh, we'd probably wash our sheets once every six months. And like right. my share house at the yeah, moment? essentially, but dudes, so even worse. Yeah, um, gross, stinky. Uh, and uh, met a particular bloke who was travelling um, and staying at backpackers and whatever else, and uh, when he got back to our house, he was like, wow, this is like heaps nicer. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, we all live here and whatever else. He's like, I don't want to go back to where I am, you know, at least for the weekend. And I jokingly said, well, mate, if you want to stay here because we don't know you, then you're going to have to do some work. What? So for the next 48 hours, this bloke, and we, we had a bit of a bender, this bloke was on the source, and then every sort of half hour or so he'd go and clean the blinds or what? cook us breakfast. Um, he mowed the lawn. This um, feels uh, like slave labour. No, it's not. He was totally okay with it. He was free to go at any time. He just wanted to hang around. We were just having such a good party and he was paying his way through it. So I highly recommend. Oh, that poor dude. The worst thing was, though, mm. as happens after a big sort of weekend bender, and I think we had the Monday off or it might have been on holidays, I remember sort of waking up after a nap at maybe 6 o'clock. It was dark. Mm. And I walked out into the living room, my flatmate and I. And, you know, the worst day is the day after a big bender because everyone's just knackered. Wouldn't know. I've not had one. And I walked into the living room and all I could see was the whites of old mate's eyes on the f- looking at the foxtail because <laughs> oh, he, he he'd pretty much moved in. So we had to pretend we had places to go and he had to get out. <laughs> we drove around the block. Oh, bless his cotton socks. <laughs> and then came back. He just cleaned your stinky socks and your stinky walls and you're kicking him out. Rude. Mate, he was there for four days. Oh, okay, fair. <laughs> um, all right, that is better than my stealing the jug of beer story. Let's go to Ange in Siffy Downs. Ange, what have you brought home? It actually um, went over a few years, but I actually got a job um, as a bar manager from the bar that I tried to steal a violin from. <laughs> oh, come on. Take us back, Ange. Take us back. I just moved to Brisbane and I got invited out for the first time with people from work and we went to an Irish bar and they had a violin on the wall. In my drunken stupor, I thought, hey, I'm going to learn how to play the violin. I'm going to take that home and give it a crack. <laughs> and I managed to get it to a different bar where the security guard said to me, where'd you take that from? And I laughed and told him. And so next I was um, called by the bar owner who said he was going to take action. And, you know, <gasps> and so, no anyway, way. The, the other bar morning, dubbed you I in. Ate, yes, he <gasps> did. Um, I ate humble pie and went back the next day and apologised and explained the situation because I was mortified. Anyway, years later, I actually applied for a job there and the owner of the bar walked in and I was setting up the bar for the morning and he looked at me and he recognised me and he said, what the F are you doing in my bar? (gasps) No way! And I said, I'm in your manager, happy day! And did he come around to you quickly or...? Well, I think he may have run the area manager who interviewed me. Um, and then, you know, after the results went up and I did a good job, he was like, okay, not a drama. But <laughs> not a drama. The blood drained from his, yeah, the blood drained from his face when he saw me behind the bar with his safety in charge of all his money. That is amazing. I've got, I've got one way that makes this amazing story better. Mm. Being an Irish pub, it's not a violin, it's a fiddle. Oh, you stole a you, fiddle. You, you had a fiddle. <laughs> <gasps> and did you ever yep. realise your dreams of being a violinist slash yeah. fiddler? Andre Rieu style? No, I think I moved on to the banjo after oh, that of course. experience. Yes. Natural progression, yes. of course. Well, it is. You're, you're, you're a curious type. So. Oh, cracking Lovely story. Lovely from you, Ange. Always good. Bye. All right.
right, let's move on to Daniel in Watala. Dan, hit us with it. Um, what did you bring home after a night out? Okay, so it was back in the early 20s. I was living in the west end of uh, London and a uh, pre-season drinker. And uh, I've got nothing after about 9.30, so it was a solid effort. But I woke up, had a pair of uh, plastic fake breasts on. I had a pizza box and I had an empty stack of Chinese containers, but I did not have my wallet and I did not have my passport and I was freaking out. But I knew I'd been to the pizza shop and the Chinese shop across the road from the Redback pub. So I went there and one had my wallet and the other had my passport. Stop it. Look at that. You're basically a detective. Yeah, that is like a scene out of The Hangover. Yeah, I just don't know what to do with the... um, Fake breasts, but I was walking with a bit of a limp for a couple of days, but we won't go there. <laughs> Limping, fake breasts. I mean, there are a few people I know that uh, have the same condition. Uh, I, I just want to check with you something, Daniel, because I've been in not quite to that extent, but I spend a lot of time in the UK. There's something about particularly in the in the West End uh, of London. I reckon the hangovers in the UK are worse. Whatever part of your brain gives you a hangover, I killed. Forgot it was my sister's birthday to work. Oh. And literally haven't had a hangover since. My wife gets so annoyed. I'll be drunk as ten men. And oh, he's gonna pay. He's a catch. Get up like it's nothing. And he's a catch. Off. He's a catch, out, Dan. It's the snake bites over there that used to get me. God. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Red, we used to have those at the um, Shepherd's Bush walkabout. Yes. After the, uh, oh, after the church. You too. You can you can do your reminiscing later. <laughs> Hashtag, uh, yeah, uh, thank you. Look, Daniel. who gets disinterested when we're not talking about Perth. <laughs> Ellie and Bex. Ninety-one point nine CFM.